You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another interesting episode of Ask Drone You. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, my name is Paul. And I'm Rob, and very excited to be hanging out with you guys, and very thankful that you are spending a few minutes of your day with us. We hope to bring you some value today. We thank you for the questions, and if you've got one that you have not yet shared with the world via Drone You, please go to askdroneyou.com. We want to hear from you, because this show is for you. And if we don't hear from you, then it can't be for you. Anyways. Yeah, it's a very, very important point. Yeah. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. Good question. I think very relevant uh, just in timing. And today's show is brought to you by the Experience Training, although I'm not sure how many more ads we need to run, Rob, as uh, my schedule is now fully booked with uh, the remaining potential candidates. I think there's like four or five calls booked for every seat available. So it's it's going to be um, it's going to be fun. Unfortunately, there will be no bribing. But in whatever case that uh, that doesn't happen. I think this will be our last ad for the experience training. If you want to join us for a drone adventure, it's seven days of training and flying. You're going to go through multiple classes from flight mastery to aerial photography, aerial videography, uh, mapping, complex 3D mapping, and also creating hyperlapses. Because this drone training is the drone you experience training. Focus on construction deliverables to give you a comprehensive education of everything that you need to know and master to really master construction site flight missions. This way you're going to be able to provide deliverables that a lot of other pilots simply cannot provide, which is going to give you an edge in the construction market. If you want to join us here in colorful Colorado, go to experience.thedroneu.com. I'm going to add just one little bit to that. Yeah. Because two of the people that are going to be here, one in particular that have already, uh, in fact, we kind of built the course around them and for them, but obviously I'm thinking of, of our buddy and what excites me about him being there, Josh, mm -hmm. is you guys need to understand that this is a very experienced drone pilot who is already running a UAS program for a major multinational construction company and he's coming here to learn more. But the point is, he's also going to be there to give his experience. Yeah, 100%. And he does, this is literally what he does for a large construction company. And it's fascinating and super cool that he's going to be there learning. He's going to the course, mm -hmm. but he's also got a lot of experience that he can share with you if you're there. I think it also says a lot about him as well, because while he's very good at uh, producing repeatable drone missions, managing you know, five, six dozen drone pilots and getting those drone jobs done. He's also someone who's always willing and open to learn. And he understands some of the pitfalls that he has in flying and wants to fix that mm -hmm. so that he can help those below him. I think it really says a lot about him. And It does, absolutely. You know, I think that we, we've got to look at that as a model for success because he's come from nothing just in the construction world as a PM to now drones and drones is all that he focuses on for them. So it's really cool what he does does too. Y'all are going to, you would be behooved and benefited by uh, hanging out with him in addition to the Drone You Elite guys for a week. This is very true. All right, let's play that question. Hey guys, love the podcast. Really love listening to you guys. My question is, I'm having trouble finding a roadmap of sorts about certifications 
beyond the 107 when it comes to running a business focused on mapping. So you get your 107, you start your LOC, you want to focus on mapping, hang your hat there. What next? What should I do? So, you know, are there any certifications that I should be looking at getting beyond just your regular online resources? I'm talking hard certifications that I can use to differentiate myself from other pilots in my area. Any thoughts or tips or tricks or anything you guys had to offer that question? I would really, really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Hunter. You know, this is a question that we have had in the past. I think that it is probably something that's evolved somewhat just in terms of the... uh, I don't know that necessarily there are new certifications. That's not what I'm saying, but... There actually are. Oh, there you go. I said, I don't know. I didn't say there weren't. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently there are. There are. But I think the point is, I think there's going to be more people in terms of what I mean by evolution that are kind of thinking in the way that you are, and therefore it becomes even that much more beneficial. And so what are some of the certifications that might help somebody like Hunter? Well, you know, to your previous point regarding an update on certifications, um, you know, there are just a geo week this where you were with mm, me. Yeah, yeah. They updated the ASPRS uh, photogrammetric certifications and also some of the standards involved with that certification. But before we go kind of too deep down the rabbit hole, let me um, let me quote unquote circle back to that. I hate that saying. Um, but well, at the end of the day, <laughs> that's the one I know that drives me crazy. <laughs> Oh, it's such an academic thing to say. At the end of the day, you're in your car driving home. (laughs) At the end of the day, I go to dinner. At At the the end end of the the night, I go to bed. (laughs) Wait a minute. At the end of the night, at the end of the day, I go to the bathroom before I go to bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) See, it always devolves. Anyways, carry on. Okay, so uh, what is a roadmap for certifications Um, when it comes to mapping? There's really only one body um, that offers uh, certifications for mapping and photogrammetry. I don't know how much credence you'll get by having mapping certifications. I think it's still somewhat fairly new, but either way, I understand how that can give you an edge in the market. Um, That said, ASPRS does offer certifications. They have multiple levels of certifications from technicians to scientists, et cetera. There are now even UAV remote sensing certifications, et cetera. I think that is uh, honestly a... Uh, a great place to get started. PIX4D has certifications. I'm pretty sure Bentley has certifications. And it looks like there is now um, some sort of online certification. But, you know, I would look at certifications with the most common software. So, for example, Esri, that could be a really valuable certification. What could be even more valuable would be something like ArcGIS, having a certification in ArcGIS. A PIX4D certification may hold weight, and I would recommend it because I think that they have um, a really deep, in-depth test that actually tests you to get said certification, which I think is really cool. In fact, you can actually take our updated comprehensive mapping class and, and really gain a lot more uh, from that um, and be able to take that certification. So as far as a roadmap, I would say ASPRS is probably like the upper echelon, PIX40, ESRI certification. Now, these are just software-based certifications. Um 
ArcGIS certification, but ASPRS did just update all those rules. And now, Rob, they even have a LiDAR-based certification. That was going to be my next question, and that is, what about things like LiDAR, thermal, any of those types of... Well, as you remember, we actually tried to work with the thermal... What is it? The Thermal Institute that works with FLIR to do thermal um, certification. Mm-hmm. Now there's someone doing that with them on the very program I, I we recommended that we wanted to do, and they turned us down. Well, now they're doing it uh, with smaller players in the industry, so we should definitely look back at that again. But I think it's called an ITC uh, infrared thermography certificate or something like that. There you go. Uh, uh, ITC certification. I will say though, there are certain drone jobs that I would say do not require that level of certification. Think of like solar inspections. Yeah. Right. Or being a firefighter, public works. Okay. Those things I would say you don't need a thermal, uh, certificate whatsoever. But if you're doing like utility inspections, it could really help. It sure. could help a lot because you need to understand radiometric imagery. You need to understand FLIR tools. You know, you need to understand um, how to manipulate that data. And there's a science behind that. It's not like Photoshop. So, well, and you need those potential either employers or customers to know that you understand it or have some confidence in your yeah, understanding of it. Totally. And obviously, that's what Hunter's getting at. But Practically speaking, I always like to ask you, if you were not running Drone U, Mm -hmm, which I love, and you were continuing to build a DSP business, Mm -hmm. would you, and because mapping, I think, would no doubt be a part of what you did, would you go get certifications? Uh, No, actually, I would not. Um, But I only say that tongue-in-cheek because I have a PIX4D certification. Um, so you would. Okay, let me, let me give you... Okay, no, 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 no this is okay. So I you like did. It. I like it, yes. <laughs> Let's answer this. Research uh, shows that having certifications does increase one's ego and ability to be confident no, no, in no, no, sales. No, 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 we don't need no, to go there. I know, but I'm just... I'm also kind of being a little facetious. That said, okay, if I had a DSP service right now, uh, which, by the way, was something I wanted to talk to you about on the list from this morning. It's was not the- on the list. <laughs> well, I think about Trent and the Big River Thompson yeah, yeah, Project yeah. and how they're building an extra lake so that we have more water here in the local area. Yeah, we got to learn more about that. We- That's a whole other issue. We do, but I think of that as the example, right? Because right. I think about what are the core elements to why he's getting those jobs? One, he's got a fixed-wing drone that takes really good imagery that is terrain awareness and Trent has a background in GIS, a.k.a. he understands GPS and whatnot. And he's a good dude. He gets along with people really well. He's a phenomenal person. Yeah, Yeah, he's a very good-hearted person. And I think... uh, All that plays in. Yeah, one lesson to learn from Trent, which if you guys haven't watched the episode with Trent, it shows. You see it automatically. Uh, It's just just who he is. It's his core. But going back to it, if I could get some sort of GPS certification... If I could go do another MIT graduate class of on GPS systems, I would get that certification. Um. I would get a PIX4D or a Bentley certification. I think having an AutoCAD certification and then an ArcGIS certification, that's what I would do. And here's why I say that. Do you remember uh, Mario Duarte? From he's got the uh, the coffee farm in Guatemala, yeah, Uh and then has all the Austin Airbnbs we stay at. Uh Um, His nephew Pablo also goes by Paul as well. Um, 
Same diff? Yeah, he... <laughs> <laughs> I, I prefer Paco. <laughs> anyway. He seems like a really cool kid, by the way. Is... I've never met him, but just like some of your videos, your Instagram from the time and so forth. Anyways, oh, yeah. He, no, he is. In, like and he and kid. I stay up to date because I want him to do some classes for us. Nice. But he is at, uh, what's the name of the university? Some university in the South, and he's working in Arkansas on rice farms. Hmm. Um, because that issue that we learned from our Denver mapping student a while ago of the uh, captation of the earth. Uh, and I don't think captation is like the right word. They're, like Sounds the, fancy the though. Thinking of the earth because the water table is so dry. Uh, okay, it's going on in California. It's going on in Arizona. It's going on in New Mexico. It's going on in, in Arkansas, Missouri, and Georgia as well. Kind of like just take the Bible Belt or the Sun Belt is probably a better way to say it. Um, uh, because... I don't know how far west the Bible Belt extends. Cause there's Not Cal to California. <laughs> but I was going to let it ride. That's what I was going to say. I was going to let it ride. It's a but, really big belt for a big-waisted fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, that said, what the, he's learning at the university is PICS 40 fields. Hmm. ArcGIS and AutoCAD, right? And so he'll get his geospatial intelligence or GIS, excuse me, uh, different thing. Um, he'll get his GIS uh, degree, but he's also going to have certificates in ArcGIS, PIX4D. And um, I think they're getting one from Leica on how to use GPS equipment. So if you, if you think about that, these universities are preparing these kids by saying, these are the main softwares you're going to end up using. These are the power players. We want you to understand how to get the most out of these softwares. And so PIX40 is still the academic standard, which makes me happy because um, it's a really phenomenal program. There are much better programs for 3D data, but man, I love PIX. So that said, it going to that example, mm -hmm. that goes back to, you know, having an understanding of a photogrammetric software and a certificate that says that you can do that well. Having a, a certificate like on ArcGIS is going to do well, on, but I would add Esri to that. So where would you go to get the ArcGIS? ArcGIS. Okay. But do you think there are like community colleges? I would imagine like up here, um, Front Range might have something along those lines Let's look that this you up could really do. Quick. Front Range Community College. Let's just do GPS. You know, it's an interesting... The reason I bring this up is because what we have found, and this is going to sound like I'm, I'm touting ourselves, and I guess in some ways by definition, but we found that a lot of the producers of these various products, be it hardware or software, they tend to not be the best trainers, even though often they want to be because they see revenue centers. <laughs> it's not what they focus on. So it becomes sort of this ancillary element and they try to bring a person in to be the quote unquote trainer. And you would think intuitively that it would make sense because they are there, right? Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes somebody from the outside that goes and digs in and learns it ultimately can be better at training on it. Yeah. Maybe somewhat, again, to repeat myself, counterintuitively. And so I wonder about community colleges like Front Range and they may not have anything here. They do. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, except it's not offered at the Fort Collins uh, location. Looks like it's offered in Boulder, so I'm out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, just kidding. We only um, go there for the food. The, oh, <laughs> 
the beer garden is ganz, ganz gut, yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, they do have a GIS program and they also have a GIS associates program and GIS certificates. There you go. And I would, I'd be cer pretty certain that Ames would as well. Yes, I would imagine, but Ames is probably a lot more expensive. Oh, really? But what's really interesting is when you, when the, I, this is what blows my mind. Like, look at the, here's their page on what you're going to learn. Right. And then you look at like a sales page from us on like mapping class. And it's difficult because we do so much of what they offer and it's taught from experience. So it's like, if it didn't work in the field and it failed, we've learned from that. And we're literally attempting to, uh, you, you know, help people out and learn from experience. So. Honestly, with you saying that, what I go to is you almost need to do both because the reality is front range is a, we'll call it a respected educational institution mm -hmm. from which a certificate is going to mean something. We don't really offer certificates, but we teach you the damn stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people have asked us to do certificates. And, I, and you know, if you go through our props program, you can earn certificates. Where I would say I think that they are probably better than us is a lot of stuff regarding geospatial intelligence or geographic information systems of really getting in the nitty gritty of topos, getting in the nitty gritty of mm. the GPS science, getting in the nitty gritty of, you know, ortho rectification, geo rectification. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you hey, know? Trent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to get Trent back out to the office. I know, he's though. so dang busy. <laughs> so, Hard to get him up. It really is. But that said, um, you know, I think that there could be a lot of value in this. You know, I also think of, I wonder what the cost of something like this would be. And then I look, Depends. yeah. And then I also wonder what the cost of, you know, doing something like, um, I've been offered, oh gosh, four or five times now to do MIT's GIS certificate program, the graduate level one. And I almost said, yes, but I didn't want to pay nine grand for stuff that I know 60% of already. And so I think the Front Range Community College might be a much better opportunity. And one thing I will say to all of you out there who are older, you're past your graduate education age, you're like 35 or older is my point. Um, I would say this, don't think that a community college is lesser than a state institution. Um, as someone who has worked with numerous teachers and instructors and trained them as well, even at the university level, I find that the people at these community colleges typically have more passion, have more experience, and the depth of information is just as good as a $50,000 a year institution, if not better. Yeah, I'm at the risk of overgeneralizing, I would say that with this sort of institution, a community college, and correct me if you know different, but my, my, my guess, I guess I'll just call it a guess, is that you're right. Here you're going to often get people that are more experienced in the field recently, mm -hmm. maybe doing it even at the same time, mm -hmm. versus a university where you're getting, for example, tenured people. Yeah. Who are relying on AIDS and so forth. Mm. I, I, I don't know. I, mean, I guess at a minimum, like you said, just don't poo-poo these 
types of places? Yeah, I would say remain open because even after doing MIT graduate courses, I was flabbergasted at the quality. Because like anytime, Rob knows I play this card all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, one of the most recent uh, things that I did was complete my graduate certificate at MIT. And people are like, you went to MIT? And it's like, online, yeah, I did. <laughs> Ten week course. Yeah. Counts. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, it's all because they have some special, you know, partnership you with Emeritus and I get to put it on my LinkedIn profile and it's yeah. legit, you know? Whatever university you want to have a certificate from, you can get it. And, okay, that brings up a really important point. <laughs> um, do you know the only... Ivy League level school that offers most of their courses for free. And I wonder if they have it here. Harvard. Harvard Business School is online and it's free. And so you can take most classes for free through Harvard's uh, programs. Let's see, Harvard online. But you probably, you can't free. get credit for free. Like you're not going to get credit towards a degree for free. But you can go get the information. This is where my... Rob is right, is what he's going to say. <laughs> no, what are you going to say? What? This is where you're... Okay, be careful here. When you have to hesitate this much, it tells me be careful. <laughs> Moving on. No, 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 no. I think... No, no, no. You have a really valid point, but as you know me, I'm kind of like a... I'm kind of like anti-tradition. Yeah, um, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just, that's a fact. I'm just like making sure that it, people are informed. Number one, I don't know. So no, I don't I mean, know if you can get a certificate or an actual degree from their free course catalog. So that's number one. I'd be shocked, but maybe. But look at this. Programming. Oh, yeah. CS, you know, like um, uh, health and prediction probably wouldn't take that. But, um, you know, like there, <laughs> there are... <laughs> Let's see, online pricing strategies, hmm. difficulty, let's see, associated schools, Harvard Business School. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get certificates or you're for sure not going to get a degree. Um, no, no, but you're not even going to get credit towards a degree is the point. But you're probably going to get some sort of nice completion certificate and you did everything you needed to do, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. A hundred percent. And one thing that I would say is I think how much that matters is going to be dependent on the audience. Meaning, yes, look, some of these are two grand for business strategy, um, global business, strategic perceptions. I don't see any GIS stuff, though. That's what I searched was GIS. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it matters for these people if they're getting credit towards a degree. Um, no, no, no. It, it may not. I'm just, again, just informing people of of kind of the full picture. That's all. I don't think we need to spend any more time on that point. No, <laughs> I was, just a quick I, point. I'm also not seeing uh, Harvard having any courses on GIS. Right yeah, now. but so, obviously plenty of other places. There are, but I also don't know how much it matters having a certificate. Because I mean, when you do one of these classes, like I said, it you set up this thing at the end of the class and it's like verify your progress on LinkedIn and you get this digital certificate that you completed this graduate level course. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Which is an important point because we've, we've got to make a very, very clear distinction between like a certificate of completion yeah. versus a certification whereby it's more programmatic and you've probably even um, been tested, et cetera. And so they are, whoever that 
organization is, is comfortable saying that they are giving you a certification in X, Y, or Z versus just they made it through this curriculum, we'll call it, and we're giving them an uh, an acknowledgement of that. Yeah, no, totally. Um, Yeah, gosh, there's so many opportunities. Uh, Yeah, hopefully, Hunter, this has been helpful and that we just haven't like taken you around... (laughs) <laughs> the block to get across the street or something like that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I got you. And I think they do too. But I will say as you know, recapping a navigation of certificates, I would be looking at things like, you know, PIX40, Bentley's Context Capture, ArcGIS, Esri, Autodesk. And it's going to be dependent on which vertical of the field that you're servicing. You know, I mean, I feel like that's always uh, the case. So, yeah, indeed. All the, well, I think we did do a round robin on that. Sorry, I went down the rabbit hole in researching what classes. Um, one of the best geospatial intelligence schools, um, geospatial information sciences, GIS, I would argue is McGill. Um, McGill is in Canada. It's in Montreal. It's on one of the most beautiful cities in Canada. Um, and I will say I would definitely look at schools that have a focus in geospatial intelligence, geospatial information, um, that have a long track record because a lot of people in this industry, like many industries, simply don't have a lot of experience. And you're going to want to learn from someone with experience because I've seen over and over again, people learn something, they go do it and they realize, oh, they messed one little detail and it wiped out the job for them. So Details matter when it comes to mapping photo, uh, photogrammetric science as a whole. So, you know, make sure that you are ready to pay attention and, and learn and and uh, always be open to learning more. So I hope that answers the question. Rob, I really appreciate the banter here with you. Uh, I'm going to start working on my next Harvard degree. So, uh, so. Right on. I'm going to front range. <laughs> Probably more fun. Uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for us today, everyone. My name is Paul. My name's Rob. And this is Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.